Syriac was the last patron to join in agreement, and when he was done, Samuel responded, I accept the gift so freely given. And then there was silence. The light in the room slowly became dim, and Samuel suddenly felt alone. A surge of energy like a drop of rain before a storm started building around him. His body drew on the source of the energy. He had no control of it as it ran through every part of his being. The energy settled in his head with an intensity that could only be compared to a plum smashed against a rock. Samuel felt his mind being seared like silk in a furnace, unlocking unknown chambers in his mind. He screamed and dropped down to his knees while grabbing onto his head and trembling uncontrollably. His heart pounded as if it were going to rip out of his chest. His eyes were shut, squeezed from pain, but underneath the pain a sweeter sensation followed of equal intensity. Memories once part of him flooded his mind like a tidal wave as a new fabric began to weave itself inside his mind, with old ones burning away. Samuel continued to tremble as the physical manifestations of the changes going on inside his mind started to appear externally. Each hair on his head, beginning at the roots, began slowly to change into silver, as if he were being cleansed from inside. When he opened his eyes again, they glowed like the moon, as they too had changed. The arrow around the centerpiece on his necklace unlaced itself to reveal a sky-blue crystal, and the single arrow split into two straight ones resting on opposite sides of a now-pure silver frame. Samuel slowly rose from the floor, but it was a different person looking around the room. He had a slight smile on his face, as if waking from a dream. He had a silvery aura around him like the moon in the shape of his adult self. When he spoke, it was the sound of a thousand men held within the bounds of a young man's voice, but it carried the strength of one not bound by mortality. His lips did not move as he addressed the patrons staring into their eyes. The Samuel that now stood in front of them could see in their faces the energy he had to pull from them for his awakening. But the patrons all held themselves up, their faces hiding the strain he could feel from them. I can sense an imbalance, and it is all around us, the thing inside Samuel said. The Animarian is alive, even though my sense of him is fading due to his wavering link. It makes it difficult to tell where he's being held. What does the council know about the shift? Bolan, Nor, Tylan, and Kathleen, protected by the marble seal, have vanished. And one of them has taken the Animarian, the chief patron said. I will find him and my brothers, referring to the two others like him, as he began walking to the door. Great Lord of the Moon, the chief patron spoke with the reverence of a servant stopping Samuel in his tracks. He turned to look at Thorlock, with his eyes shining bright. My Lord, if I may so freely speak, 
I do not think the people are ready. You might want to keep it on the crystal, Thorlock said, and your men will be waiting to follow when you are ready. Samuel had forgotten he was still glowing and would have drawn the attention of everyone in the building. Torafanarum, he said as the glow around him faded, leaving only his dim silver eyes. He walked out of the room with the patrons staring at a true Achaelan, endowed with the power contained within the scrolls of creation. At that point, they remembered the third record from the prophecies of Rahim. They shall again return on that day when men shall lose all hope, scarred from the whips of bondage and death. On their backs will they carry the wings of freedom for all men. They all knew that that day was truly upon them.